Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the letter of James. Beloved, who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show his works by a good life in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. Wisdom of this kind does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every foul practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, without inconstancy or insincerity. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace for those who cultivate peace. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us see your face, O Lord, and we shall be saved. Let us see your face, O Lord, and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. From your throne upon the cherubim shine forth. Rouse your power. Let us see your face, O Lord, and we shall be saved. O Lord of hosts, how long will you burn with anger while your people pray? You have fed them with the bread of tears and give them tears to drink in ample measure. You have left us to be fought over by our neighbors Our enemies mock us. Let us see your face, O Lord, and we shall be saved. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, 
harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For the, to the one who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Those who serve in public office, or who seek to do so, by running in elections. We pray for them today. Scripture commands us to pray for them. Paul writes to Timothy to pray for all those in authority. And St. Paul also writes to the Romans that those in authority are, and he says the phrase, ministers of God. Ministers of God. Why? Because all authority has been set up by God. For what purpose? To serve. Jesus revolutionizes politics. In the pagan view, the king was supreme and the law comes from the mouth of the king. The people don't have any input or any recourse. But Jesus says, the greatest among you will be the least, will be those who serve, will be those who indeed, like the Son of Man, give their lives for those they serve. He said, among the Gentiles, those in authority make their power felt and lord it over their subjects. It shall not be that way with you. There is such a thing as Christian political leadership and its service, recognizing, as our founders wrote in the Declaration of Independence, and nobody put it better in any government document, that our rights are given to us by our Creator, starting with life, and that governments are instituted to secure these rights. So you see in the opening prayer today, we said to God, in your hand lies the rights of peoples. They are in God's hand because God created us in the first place. In creating us, he gave us our rights, and they are unalienable. They belong to our very nature. Neither can someone else take them away, nor can we divest ourselves of those rights. They belong to our humanities. Nobody can take away your human rights any, way that, any more than they can make you not human. The first requirement of public services servants is that they realize this. That's why I chose this first reading here today it's from the letter of James that speaks about humility. Have humility in your hearts. I believe that's the first characteristic that we need to see in public servants, that they know the limits of their authority and the nature of their service. 
What kind of power do they think we're giving them when we elect them to public office? We're not giving them power over us. We're giving them the right to represent us as they make laws that we want. And they're there to protect the rights that we already have. They're not there to give us the rights or the rights that they think we should have and take away the ones they think we shouldn't. What they think doesn't matter. They're serving us. And they have no authority to edit or delete human rights. The humility that power is really service. You know what the other key characteristic is that public servants need to have? Honesty. They say here, do not be, James says here, do not be false to the truth. Some say in the church today, well, you know, the biggest and first requirement in politics is civility. No, it's not. It's truth. It's honesty. Being truthful. Truthful about what is needed in our day, truthful about their intentions. Respecting the truth themselves and respecting the truth about others. What we have today in, in the United States is an unprecedented display, and we've had it for years now, of those who lie about their political opponents. They did it especially to President Trump. Lying about him, lying about their political opponents. They're still doing it against him, even though he's not in office anymore. Making things up out of thin air. This is contrary to the Word of God. It's contrary to the notion and nature of public service. And it's gravely sinful. Be faithful to the truth. Do not be false to the truth. And then you have Catholics in public office like Biden, Pelosi, and many others who are not faithful to the truth when they talk about their own religion. I don't care what religion those who serve in public office might practice. I don't care if they practice the faith I hold. I expect them to defend my right to practice the faith that I hold. But if they're going to talk about belonging to a particular faith, they should not be false to the truth of what that faith requires. And if they disagree with it, then be honest enough to say, yeah, I'm, I disagree with that aspect of my faith. But don't try to claim to be a devout practitioner of a faith with which you disagree in certain key aspects, like the right to life. And it's not just a matter of whether they believe it or not. Again, I don't care what my people in public office believe in their religious convictions. I want to see them defending human rights. What Pelosi, Biden, and the Democrats are doing is actively increasing the killing of babies. They're actually implementing policies and pushing for more policies. Right now, the Biden team is falling over itself to figure out ways to defend and expand the so-called right to abortion. Why are they doing this? 
This is about the killing of babies. They think it's just about privacy. They kind of miss the whole part of the equation, which is that there's another life. It's not just the person who wants their privacy or their autonomy. There's another life. And they're blind to it. Do not be false to the truth. And finally, we prayed in the opening prayer for public officials that they be not only working for peace and prosperity, but freedom of religion. I referenced earlier Paul telling Timothy, we have to pray for those in authority. And he says that we might live a tranquil life in all devotion. In other words, peace, prosperity, freedom of religion. Notice the opening prayer includes those things explicitly because that passage in Scripture includes those. Those in public office, those who seek public office, are to bear this kind of fruit. And that's why we had this gospel passage today. God gives them talent. The talents that the Master gives, this is Jesus, of course, bestowing certain goods on us, and then we, we serve Him until He returns. The talents represent not only our talents, our skills, our insights, our strength, but also the opportunity that He gives us. The opportunity He gives those who are in public office. This must bear fruit for the flourishing of human rights, the flourishing of peace and prosperity, the flourishing of religious freedom. By the way, no one has done more for this than President Donald Trump. Examine the record of his accomplishments. Study it. It's public. Learn it. And give thanks for it. And hold it up as a model for other public servants. He is a man of faith and humility. He constantly says, as he did just in a recent talk where I was with him in person, we worship God, not government. That's what every public official needs to be declaring. President Trump says it over and over again. We worship God, not government. Government is there to serve with all humility and with a commitment to human rights and with an acknowledgement that God is the Lord of all nations and that His law is always higher than human law. What a marvelous set of intentions to pray for in this Mass especially as we approach Independence Day, because the purpose of our government is indeed to preserve that independence, not to have anyone lord it over us. Lord, bless all public officials and those who seek public office with all these virtues, with all these insights, and with fidelity, O God, to you. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.